I am Anansi, keeper of stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, Will Burkhart. Today we have a story about a boy's misadventures with the King of the Snakes. Our story is called The Story of Hasabu, collected by Andrew Lang and is rated PG-13. Our players are L.J. Donnell, George Neff, Don Davenport, John Donnell, Matt Olaf Hinton, Andrew Whitby, and Terry Barston. Please enjoy. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. Once upon a time there lived a poor woman who had only one child, and he was a little boy called Hasabu. When he ceased to be a baby, and his mother thought it was time for him to learn to read, she sent him to school. After he was finished with school, she set to work, finding him a profession. Hasebu, I've sent you to a shop to learn how to make clothes. I've sent you to the silversmith to learn how to forge. And you've not learned a thing! It's not that I cannot learn, it's just that they do not interest me at all. Well, it displeases me to think that you could be doing something you do not like. Stay at home, my son, and think on what it is you should like to do the most. Hasebu did stay at home, eating and sleeping, but he thought on this question like his mother asked, until one day a thought occurred to him. Mother, what was my father's business? He was a very learned doctor. Where then are his books? Many days have passed, and I have thought nothing of them. But look inside our home and see if they are there. Hmm, they must be here somewhere. Ah, here they are. But ah, no, they've all been eaten by insects. All but this one. I suppose one saved is better than none at all. He was sitting at home one morning, poring over the medicine book, when some woodcutters that lived nearby came to their house. Give us this boy, that we may go together to cut wood. We will load several donkeys and sell the wood in town. Very well. Tomorrow I will buy him a donkey, and you can all go together. So the donkey was bought, and the neighbors came. They worked hard all day, and in the evening they brought the wood back into the town. They sold it for a good sum of money. For six days they went and did the like, but on the seventh day it began to rain. Ugh, rain. I hate rain. As the woodcutters and Hasabu ran for cover, they heard a noise. What? That can't be. Come back. The ground here must be hollow. Really? Knock again then. All right. See? Let's dig. So they dug and found a large pit like a well, filled with honey up to the brim. This is better than firewood. It will bring us more money. And as you have found it, Hasabu... It is you who must go inside and dip out the honey and give it to us. And we will take it to the town and sell it. And we will divide the money with you, of course. The following day, each man brought every bowl and vessel he could find at home, and Hasabu filled them all with honey. This he did every day for three months. I think we must be finished. Nonsense. There is a bit left, and every bit earns us quite a lot of money, you know. But it's at the bottom of the well. It's so deep it has to be near the very middle of the earth. We will put a rope under your arms and let you down so that you may scrape up all the honey that is left. And when you have done, we will lower the rope again, and you shall make it fast, and we will draw you up. Very well. Hasabu went down into the depths of the deep well. 
He scraped and scraped till there was not so much honey left as would cover the point of a needle. It is finished. Now I am ready. There is not very much honey here after all, is there? Were we to leave him here and take his share of the money, surely there would be plenty. We could tell his mother. Your son was caught by a lion and carried off into the forest. And we tried to follow him, but could not. Hello? I'm ready. Hello? The woodcutters, having decided upon their plan, went into the town and told his mother as they had agreed. She wept and wept and made her mourning for many months. Hasabu did help us earn our fortune. Let us send a little to our friend's mother as a thank you. They sent some to her, and every day one took her rice and one oil, one took her meat and one took her cloth. Meanwhile, It did not take long for Hasabu to find out that his companions had left him. Leave me to die, will you? Well, I certainly am not going to just sit here and let fear kill me. This well seems to go back a ways. Perhaps I can find my own way out. It turned out that the pit led deep underground. By night he slept, and by day he took a little of the honey he had gathered and ate it. And so, many days passed by. One morning, while he was sitting on a rock having his breakfast, A large scorpion dropped down at his feet. Oh no! Sorry, friend, but I could not have you sting me. Wait a minute. The scorpion must have come from somewhere. Perhaps there is a hole. I will go and look for it. He felt all around the walls of the pit till he found a very little hole in the roof of the pit. What is this? A tiny glimmer of light. Surely I am to be saved. He took out his knife and dug and dug till the little hole became a big one and he could wriggle himself through. When he had got outside, he saw a large open space in front of him and a path leading out of it. This path seems to go on forever. I surely must run into someone at some point. What is that? It's a house. A large house with a golden door. As he approached, Hasabu realized that the door was open and simply walked inside. There was a great hall. In the middle of the hall sat a throne set with precious stones and a sofa spread with the softest cushions. If I were not so tired, I should think this was a fantastic dream. Alas, I cannot go any further. I shall just lay down upon this sofa for just a moment. By and by, there was a sound of people coming through the courtyard and the measured tramp of soldiers. Hark and be glad, for the king of the snakes has come home at last. What is this? A man lying on the bed of our beloved king? How did he come into the very heart of the palace? He must die at once! Certainly not. Leave him alone. I should do just fine on a chair at this moment. The soldiers who were carrying him knelt on the floor, and he slid from their shoulders onto a chair. When he was comfortably seated, he turned to his soldiers. Now, my loyal men, wake the stranger gently, so that we may greet our unexpected visitor. Snakes! This place is filled with snakes! He would have been afraid, but he was transfixed by one of the snakes before him. He was very beautiful, decked in royal robes. Who are you? The beautiful snake smiled, and it was somehow very kind. I am the king of the snakes, and this is my palace. Will you tell me who you are and where you come from? My name is Hasabu, but whence I come I know not, nor whither I go. Then stay a while with me. Soldiers, bring water from the spring and fruits from the forest, and set them before our guests. 
For some days, Hasabu rested and feasted in the palace of the King of the Snakes. Your Majesty, you have been so kind to me. These past days have been so glad in your company, but I miss my mother. It has been a long time since I have seen my own country. Send me home, I pray. When you go home, you will do me evil. I would never do you evil, your majesty. Please send me home, I pray. I know it. If I send you home, you will come back and kill me. I dare not do it. Your majesty, are we not friends? Have we not spent many hours in good company? I swear to you that I could never imagine harming you, but you must let me go home to my mother. Of course we are friends. Fine. Swear to me that when you get home, you will not go to bathe where many people are gathered. Hasabu swore, and the king ordered his soldiers to take Hasabu in sight of his native city. Then he went straight to his mother's house, and the heart of his mother was glad. His city was under a cloak of anxiety, for their sultan was very ill. The only thing that will cure our beloved leader is the flesh of the king of the snakes. And how will we find such a creature? The only one who can help us with this is a man with a strange mark on his chest. So be it. I will have my men scour the public baths. We will find this man and implore him to help us. For three days, Hasabu remembered his promise to the King of the Snakes and did not go near the baths. Then came a morning so hot he could hardly breathe and he forgot all about it. The moment he had slipped off his robe, he was taken before the vizier. You will lead us to the place where the king of the snakes lives. I do not know it. You do, and to lie about such things is to go against your sultan and your people. I tell you, I do not know where he lives. Perhaps loyalty is not enough to sway you. We shall just have to whip it from you then. They whipped and beat him until his back was torn to shreds. He held out for as long as he could, but he finally could take it no more. Loose me, that I may take you. They went together a long, long way, till they reached the palace of the King of the Snakes. You have come to betray me, then. It was not I. Look at my back, and you will see how they drove me to it. Who has beaten you like this? It was the vizier. Then I am already dead. Very well. You must carry me there yourself. So Hasabu carried him. On the long way back, the king of the snakes began to speak. Hasabu, it is of the utmost importance that you listen to me and not forget a single word. When I arrive, I shall be killed and my flesh will be cooked. But take some of the water that I am boiled in, put it in a bottle and lay it on one side. The vizier will tell you to drink it, but be careful not to do so. Yes, your majesty. Then take some more of the water and drink it. By doing so, you will become a great physician. Yes, your majesty. The third supply you will give to the sultan. When the vizier comes to you and asks, Did you drink what I gave you? You must answer, I did, and this is for you. He will drink it and die, and your soul will Rest. Yes, your majesty. I will remember it all. I must do this at least for you. All happened as the king of the snakes had said. The sultan loved Hasebu, who became a great physician and cured many sick people. But he was always sorry for the poor king of the snakes. I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return, perhaps I will tell you another.
The tale of The Story of Hasabu was reinterpreted by L.J. Donnell. For more information on Anansi Storytime, visit us at anansistorytime.com. Follow us on Twitter at Anansi Storytime, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Anansi Storytime. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.